This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Let's talk to our buddy Ryan Harris, former longtime NFL offensive lineman, who's a tackle, a Super Bowl champion, a Westwood One NFL analyst, a CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst, my colleague there, a Notre Dame analyst on Twitter, Ryan Harris underscore 68. Ryan, when do you sleep, man? Are you just like one of those four hours a night guys, just blessed with like the ability not to need sleep? If I'm lucky, Bill, I got three kids, too, so uh, <laughs> make sure if I do get an opportunity yeah. that uh, they get say whether or not I, I get that sleep or not. Good to talk Good. to you, brother. You, too. Dude. I got two kids, but but once it was, you know, we stayed in man-to-man. You guys are in zone, so God bless you with three. That That is that is amazing. <laughs> um, we're in a deficit. That's what we're in. We're in a deficit. Yeah, yeah. You're outnumbered, man. I love it. That's great. Um, we were talking. I was talking about the Cowboys, and at least for me, a team – that having only beaten one team over 500 this year in the Eagles, and if you want to throw the Rams in, who are, I believe, at 7-7, exactly 500, uh, still was something to prove. I, I am a Dallas doubter. I, I, I'm a Dak Prescott doubter. When we're talking about the holy grail of actually winning a Super Bowl, doesn't mean they can't prove me and other people wrong. When you look at the Cowboys and you assess where, where they're at, Ryan, and the NFC in general, what do you see from that football team going forward? Well, I see a team that really struggles on the road, and I see a team that refuses to run the football on the road, refuses to go on the cadence on the road. They're only doing with the head bob on the center, and that really affects things. It slows down the get-off for the offensive line, really muddies up the picture up front. And then let's be clear, you have now two teams that have shown that the Dallas Cowboys defensively want no part of stopping the run when forced upon them. So, an amazing job by the Bills this past weekend, but they've proven what many of us have already known about the Cowboys. They are good, not great. This is a team that went 12-5 and five last year. They do the same thing every year, go on a roll, big numbers, and in big moments they fold. And last night was just another one of them. And they're going to have to be on the road, it looks like, come playoff time. And they have to figure out how to make their operation on the road run as smooth as it does at home when you can yell, here we go, like everybody's heard. Ryan Harris here on the show. It, all right, so putting aside the Niners, who obviously at the moment are playing at a level unmatched probably in the NFL right now, and maybe even putting aside the Eagles, though I'd love your perspective on them, if you had to dig a little deeper in the NFC for teams that you think, Ryan, could figure it out, if they got the right matchups, could make a run, would you still be willing to have some confidence in Dallas? Do you, do you feel strongly one way or another about Detroit? Is there another team that might sneak in there that you think can, can do some damage? After Philadelphia, after the Niners, who do you think has the opportunity in the NFC to surprise some people, if there's one? Well, I'll tell you what. Nobody in the NFC wants to play the Rams right now. I mean, you talk about the antithesis of the Cowboys. They can go on the road and beat you. They can go on the road, scare the heck out of the Ravens. And, oh, by the way, they're the best situation of football team in the NFC outside of the Eagles right now. So you've got other teams that are going to win the division. 
Um, Detroit's great, but they do have that ability to oscillate, right? I mean, how do you lose to the Packers at home on Thanksgiving? So, but to me, outside of the Eagles, and look, all the teams that make the, end, the playoffs can beat you, but you better look out for those Rams. If, if they find a way to stay in it, make it to the playoffs, they don't believe anybody. They don't care what you think about them. They're coming back for another title, and that's a dangerous team to play. I love that answer. Ryan Harris here on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. This is CBS Sports Radio. Ryan, obviously San Francisco's playing at an incredibly high level. Philadelphia last year is the team that made the Super Bowl, lost in a close game. Uh, to the Chiefs, they've been like a lot of teams uh, up and down, but they are outstanding on paper. They're they're ten and three. They've got a really interesting game coming up tonight. We'll see if Jalen Hurts is is healthy enough to play. He's sick. He traveled separately. How do you how do you see the Eagles right now in the context of a Super Bowl contending team and that level of expectation? Well, the Eagles Super Bowl contention will depend on Nick Sirianni changing the practice and travel schedule. Look, when you watch the Eagles, these guys are tired. And that's no excuse. I'm not making an excuse for them. I'm just telling you what I see on film, Bill. These guys, and I think they're off by their sacks at this point in the year, something like 25 sacks. They played some of the best football outside of one game in the entire NFL the last two years. They look exhausted. Clearly, Jalen Hurts is injured, not hurt, and he's trying to play through it, admirable. And you've got to figure out how to get healthy and how to get your guys prepared for the mental anguish that's going to take to get through the playoffs. So... <clears throat> When you look at the Eagles, Nick Sirianni has to keep it fresh. And, Bill, one of the things that we did the year we won Super Bowl 50, Gary Kubiak would take 15 minutes off of the schedule every four games. Because guess what? You don't need to go over the same thing over and over again by December. But it would shock you, Bill, how many coaches, they just continue to go until 5.30, go until 6. Oh, we're going to keep the schedule the same. Nothing changes, man. I mean, that's an awful way to lead. And that's from the outside looking in, that's what looks like is happening at the Eagles. They are tired of the schedule, they're tired of the grind, and that's up to Nick Sirianni to change that. Ryan, that is really interesting and smart and insightful. Let, let me follow up on that. So you're a member of that Eagles team. You're a veteran. You have a little bit of political capital in that building. Who is it that can go to the head coach and pull a head coach aside and say to him what you just said to me? The world's sexiest man, Jason Kelsey. Come on, <laughs> Bill. Aren't you paying attention? Hello. I mean, you walk up there and you say, hey, coach, you know, I understand what we're trying to do. Uh, you need to cut the schedule down. And, look, there, there are, there's a variety of ways that Nick Sirianni can report to that. But I can just tell you on the best teams I was, I've been on, great coaches take coaching from their players. It's a team, not an individual's team who's coaching it. And Nick Sirianni, you have to – and this is for everybody, right, who, who manages staff anywhere – you got to keep people engaged, excited, especially as the year goes on. You've got physical pains. You've got mental scarcity because you're worried about your job, worried about the playoffs. You need help, and that's the coach's job. At the end of the day in the NFL, when you have a playoff-caliber team, it's the coach's job to handle the schedule to get guys ready to play each and every week, whether it's home and away, and Nick Sirianni has a lot of work to do. So you're seeing the Eagles exhausted. Obviously, last year they played as much football as you can play. They played in that Super Bowl. They obviously did not win it. The Chiefs also went that far. They won the whole thing. They have been in an AFC championship game each of the last four years. Is, is there a similar issue going on in, in Kansas City, or do you see something different on tape when you try to get your arms around why the Chiefs are not at the ridiculous level that we've come to expect from them and from Patrick Mahomes this season? Well, they're still ahead of the AFC West, right? I mean, you just yeah, they are. to be out, out of number one. I mean, because they're still there. Hello. And when I watch the film, 
the Chiefs are doing the exact opposite of the Eagles. I mean, you go back and watch any of the first five, six games of the of the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes is trying to develop everyone not named Travis Kelsey. And look, it's paying off. Rasheed Rice had another big day, right? So you're continuing to find ways for other players to understand the championship caliber and expectations that you have. I know from playing with Andy Reid at the Chiefs that he's got 25 to 50 plays that he hasn't even ran yet that he loves that he's waiting for the playoffs. So for the Chiefs, they're doing everything right. You know, yeah, it doesn't look good. And if your biggest issue is the way Patrick Mahomes responds in a, in a post-game press conference, you better start paying attention to football and film because this guy's playing some of the best football of his career. And they're just getting started. You want to start ramping up at this point in time in the season. you got a couple more, few more weeks of the regular season right into the playoffs. And the Chiefs are on schedule with players that know what they have to do who haven't been counted on before in their offense. We're going to play a big role next to Travis Kelsey. Ryan Harris here on the show. Ryan, how do you assess the, the rest of the AFC in terms of contenders from good teams that you think will fade over the next month? Ooh, content, I mean, the contenders are the Bills. I can't. I love seeing what they've done, pulling, p- turning around that offense, especially getting James Cook to run the football. I think he averaged at one point yesterday over seven yards per carry. Tote that rock. You had uh, Josh Allen say he felt like he did nothing in, uh, for the school project and got an A. That's the kind of run game you need for Josh Allen. Um, I think the, the Browns are just – they're a scary team because they look like they're having so much fun. I mean, how hard is football, Bill, if Joe Flacco can come off of the couch and throw for 500 yards in the first two games, right? Tell these coaches to calm down. So the Browns are interesting to me, but when you talk about um, people who are, uh, as you could say, fugazi in the Italian language, I just I don't believe in the Miami Dolphins. It's strange to me. I know they can score points. Had a great game without Tyreek Hill, but they are uh, they're suspect to me, unable to finish in the red zone often, and when they get met with a team who's willing to take them toe-to-toe, they back down. So, to me, you got to see what happens with the Ravens, with the Browns. The Bills are dangerous. But uh, everyone else outside of that, a little bit suspect to me, Bill. What do you make of Jacksonville, Ryan? With Trevor Lawrence, they can compete. Without, who knows? I mean, you know, he had the ankle. He, now he's in concussion protocol. Um, I love Doug Peterson, had him as a coach. He's one of my favorite people. Bill, you would love him, too. He walks around the facility at 100 miles per hour with a visor on. He'd be like, hey, Bill, we got a great play for you right now in the red zone. You're going to love it. You're going to have a touchdown for sure. Then he walked right past you. I mean, he just gets guys going. But Jacksonville, to me, is still a couple of years out, especially when you look at the way the Ravens are playing and the Bills. But uh, I would love to see it for one of, the, one of your favorite coaches' favorite coach in Doug Peterson. Ryan, let me close with um, a college football question. Chip Kelly had a pretty long soliloquy rant about his belief that all of college football should follow a Notre Dame model, something you're familiar with, that every college football program should be independent and that they should basically have a huge conglomerate of a league where they come up with a scheduling plan, they get a bunch of money, they share with all, you know, whatever, 132 schools, and then there can be conferences outside of football. Women's softball, tennis, golf, men's basketball can be regional so that the travel isn't arduous because the money's not at the same level. As a guy that went to Notre Dame, that knows a lot about Notre Dame, that does Notre Dame games now, do you think that there is a model that is somewhat based on that approach where 5, 10, 2, 15 years from now, college football could just be conference-free at the football level and execute a plan that would work for the sport and for all the member schools, if you're talking dozens upon dozens of member schools? 
I think we're going to a place where you're going to see a regional system and, and you're not going to kick out other sports. You know I mean? That's the thing. You're not going to be able to separate football because then basketball is going to say, well, we want to be separated. And then, you know, you're going to have all these different conferences and that's going to get way too complicated. And let's be clear. This is something that everybody's been talking about. Chip Kelly is not an elite mind in the football world. How was his NFL career? But this is something where you are going to see lesser in-conference games. You might see some conference alignment in terms of, okay, Bill, maybe you're in the ACC and I'm in the SEC, but I'm going to count a game against the ACC as a conference game anyways if it's against Florida State or Clemson. So there's all kinds of creative things that can happen. And at the end of the day, all this mayhem is happening because of one simple fact. It's time for the players to get paid. All of a sudden, when players get paid, we've got to change conferences. We've got to change coaches. People can't transfer. Come on, man. I mean, they do it in the NFL every single week, every single year they share the revenue. And remind you, Bill, the college football playoffs makes at least a billion dollars per game. They've got three coming up. And it's amazing how everybody has to scramble to get around the fact that they got to pay players, and it's changing the dynamics of their old and ancient system. I love it. Ryan Harris, great stuff, buddy. Good luck with the three kiddos. Good luck with the sleep. We'll be watching you on CBS Sports HQ. Thank you for, uh, for making time, pal. Thanks, Bill. Always. Peace. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 